The podcast you are listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Welcome to Quadruple C, a podcast where we watch, read, listen, click, and consume so you don't have to. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Quadruple Z. Emma and I are hanging out talking about The Mighty Boosh, Season 1, Episode 5, Jungle. Okay, this is the TV.com overview. It says, Dixon Bainbridge, owner of the Zooniverse, is intent on selling to the highest bidder. There's road being built through it, and if the animals won't work on it, they'll be underneath it. Howard and Vince embark on an arduous trip deep trip deep into the jungle room in search of the only man they think can help save the zoo howard's hero tommy yeah (laughs) 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 this is a i this is you know the fifth episode of the the season and it's a great insight into why howard is the way he is uh dixon you know both howard and vince work at the zooniverse and they love it there and Vince especially loves all the animals and seems to have a really nice bond with all of the animals. Yeah, you can communicate to them, I think. Mm-hmm. So. And so the selling of the zoo is, is a, a huge deal because that's that's kind of their place. That's kind of like their second home. Um, so Howard is convinced that Tommy didn't die um, he's been disappeared for 10 years and... Yeah, he used to be the owner of the zoo. He used to be and... the owner of the zoo and kind of um, Howard's hero. And he, the whole episode, he quotes Tommy and things Tommy said and uh, life lessons that he learned from Tommy. And so the Bob Fossil tells him that, the, that he can sell, the Dixon can sell the zoo because on the 10th year anniversary of Tommy's disappearance, the zoo reverts to Dixon and he now owns it. So, you know, Howard's convinced foul play happens and needs to find Tommy. And the last place that Tommy was seen was the jungle room. Which must be the biggest jungle room in the history of the world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they have like this long, 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 long trip in a jungle room, um, and you know, obviously, this is this is like the biggest part of the zoo. The rest of the zoo is kind of tiny compared to this room. Yeah, they but they used all the room from the zoo. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, if when you look at the the set, you can see most of the zoo from from one angle. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the, it's a BBC the, budget. Yeah. And the jungle room is um, locked. It's not been used since since Tommy disappeared. So that even fuels Howard's desire to to explore it. And Vince, of course, tags along, even though you know, just because he's his friend. I don't think Vince really is convinced about Tommy. So, so they, yeah, they they're gonna go on this journey. They're gonna do it at night, so they're not seen. Um, and. Because going through the jungle at night is a really good plan. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and so Howard tells Vince, you know, dress up for for the to go into the jungle, and Howard brings this like giant um, bolt cutter to to cut the chains on the the jungle door, and Vince appears, 
dressed to the nines, um, but not for the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> he never dresses appropriately. No. <laughs> Uh, and Vince is all on this thing about being king of the mods because he got a magazine and this other guy was named king of the mods and Vince is convinced that he could be king of the mods. So so he's all dressed appropriately to be king of the mods. And they embark on their very long, long journey through the jungle. And I have a cat trying to get me. <laughs> Um, so they're on the trip and, you know, Howard just keeps waxing nostalgic about Tommy and all the things Tommy taught him and all the things Tommy said and, and Vince. I think one of them is that dolphins are evil. Yeah, dolphins are evil. Um, and a bunch of random silly things. And Vince is telling him, you know, that that's not really a good hero. Uh, Vince's hero is Mick Jaggard. And so they kind of, they have, they have a falling out and they split up. And uh, I think it's um, one of Tommy's phrases really annoys everyone. They'll say something and they go, but is that really? How yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he has a, the whole, but is it really? Or, you know, whatever the, the statement was, you know, it's like this existential question that would drive anyone insane if they heard it more than once. Uh, so Howard starts doing it to Vince and Vince leaves. <laughs> Um, and then, so then Howard runs across probably one of the, the more insane, um, characters that is, uh, that's from the live show, uh, of Mighty Boosh, Rudy, who looks like a giant tree with a birdhouse. It's... He has, like, a door in his head. Yeah, a door in his head. Um, (laughs) which, which comes in into play in the in the next season so yeah and he has the door returns <laughs> the door returns and it's important later um but he has this like litany of things that people call him and some people call me this and some people call me that and it's so long that you, there's even like this idea that it's faded out like you fit we fade yeah out i think it and, fades out a few times <laughs> and we've returned and he's still going on and we fade Vince out again. just looks really bored <laughs> Uh, so Rudy says that he can help, and really he did nothing to help. Uh, he took him. He took him as part of the way. the part. It's like I can go no further. Uh, this really, you know, this whole episode is really based on the idea of kind of the sci-fi uh, fantasy legend of of a guy and and his mentor, and so we have that whole you know epic quest vibe from it uh, which is just made funny by the fact that Rudy takes him like you know two feet and then drops him off <laughs> I can go no I can go no further and then he gives him a is it a pint yeah to, a like, flute play a, yeah. a flute to play a note on and to call if he him, needs help yeah to summon yeah. him and tells him you know how to play it and, and um, so Howard continues on his journey and finally runs across this hooded figure uh, very kind of uh, Star Wars esque with um, Obi Wan when Luke finds Obi Wan, um, and Howard has no idea it's Tommy, and he's you know Tommy's dropping all these hints you know it's it's your old friend and he's like naming off all these people and he's like no <laughs> it's me. <laughs> 
So and he he must be like the worst mentor in the history of mentors. Horrible mentor. He's gone crazy in the jungle that he's been surviving in for ten years. Um, his head looks like cheese, and yeah, I think it is actually made of cheese. It's made Sorry. of cheese. Yeah, that's because he's been living <laughs> off of just cheese. Where and where you get cheese in the jungle, I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. He kind of hints at many it. things with the character. I don't want to know. Yes, <laughs> kind of hints at it in his song, but yeah, it's disturbing. Um, and so Vince shows up after Howard and Tommy have this reunion, and and Vince goes, you know, is this your hero? And and Howard goes, yeah, he's, he's gone clearly ashamed. <laughs> he's gone wrong. Clearly ashamed. He's gone wrong. Um, yeah, Tommy's gone insane in the giant jungle room, which apparently he never thought of, like, going to the door and banging on it to have somebody let him out. Yeah, he's so bad. He can't even find his own way out of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they start back to to show everyone that Tommy's alive, and so Dixon Bainbridge can't sell the zoo. And, of course, this is a long, arduous trip, and Tommy gets too tired to continue. And so Tommy tells him, you know, I have a plan to save the zoo. And it's totally the whole epic journey. Uh, you know, the mentor has to die, but this is probably like Emma. Yeah, they have they have very dramatic music. <laughs> yes, it's very dramatic music, very touching music, if it wasn't so disturbing. Um, you know, Tommy tells Howard that he, that Howard has to kill Tommy. So then, this, then his phrase comes up again. It's like, everyone dies. But does everyone really die? <laughs> the answer is... Yeah, and Vince is totally ready to just leave Tommy in the jungle and continue on. And Howard's like, no, you know, we came this far. It'd be, you know, we can't save the zoo without him. And it'd be dumb. You know, everything would be wasted if we, we left. And so Howard has to kill Tommy. And to kill Tommy, because he's made out of cheese, he has to shred him into dreaded cheese. And which leads to the most disturbing death scene I've ever seen. <laughs> it's disturbing yet funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Um, so he gives him uh, this like I don't know what it is. It's like a a hand shredder, and it's really small and like a cheese grater. Yeah, like a cheese grater, like a hand, like a, with a handle. And um, he goes, "Do you have anything bigger?" Is <laughs> that no? So Howard commences shredding Tommy, and there's all these funny but disturbing death sounds um and then finally ends with howard having this bag of cheese shredded cheese well while vince was gone we kept hearing wolves and tommy even mentioned that the wolves are getting closer uh, and the wolves seemed very interested in vince and so the wolves come out and they have decided to be mod wolves which you know is what wolves do in yeah, the jungle room. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and They've so, been stuck in the jungle room for a really long time, too. Yes. And some people have pointed out that the the wolves all represent the original members of the Rolling Stones, uh, especially later when you see them with instruments. They all have the instruments that the original Rolling Stones people played. So so Vincent has his time with the, with the mod wolves, and he's convinced that he's king of the mods now. Because, of course, if you conquer wolves and make them mod, you have to be king of the mods. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. And the mod wolves help Howard and, and uh, Vince get to the front gate, which has been locked, meanwhile, by Bob Fossil, who walked by and saw that it was unlocked. 
So I chained it back up, locked it, and then ate the key. And there's like these disturbing like metal grinding sounds. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what we do on the Mighty Boosh. So then we get to use the wonderful tool that Rudy gave us, not to summon Rudy, but as we learned earlier, if you play a different pitch on the pipe, you get a locksmith. Of course. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows you can call a locksmith with pipes. Um, so the locksmith comes and unlocks the door and they bring the cheese to the meeting where Bainbridge is going to sign over the zoo to the folks that are buying it. And so you know. they give them the cheese. <laughs> yes. And Vince is, is Vince is at this before is like, you know, how are, how is cheese going to, you know, work? And he didn't understand it. Um, so they give the cheese to Bainbridge in the middle of like signing this important documents and they put it on crackers and Dixon Bainbridge eats it. And then starts talking like Tommy does and doing the whole, are, am I? <laughs> <laughs> so he keeps doing that. So the people that were going to buy the zoo just leave. Yeah, they get so annoyed. And he's like, you're leaving? Or are you? And they're like, yes. Are you really leaving? Yes. But are you really? <laughs> but are you really? Yes. And they, so they leave. And the zoo is saved because of Tommy's sacrifice and Howard treading him into cheese. See, the mental came in handy after all. It did. And, you know, it's it's like, you know, we've, we've said that the Mighty Boosh is, is really random, but there is the whole, you know, making fun of kind of traditional storytelling. Um, and this episode especially, you can tell that, that that's Yeah, I like the... it when they, like, have the really weird, like, fantasy and supernatural elements, and mm-hmm. then they just have, like, the really mon- mundane things, like the locksmith. Yeah. <laughs> Like a like a pan flute calling a locksmith, which would actually be more helpful than some of the things, you know, in a fantasy world where, you know, you summon a uh, fairy. It's like, well, you know, I really would like a locksmith right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, episode five of season one of The Mighty Boosh Jungle. And I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you want to continue talking about it. Check out our website at quadruplez.com and leave a comment. And yeah. But do you really want to leave a comment? (laughs) This is the end of the episode. But is it really the end of the episode? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Quadruple Z is a podcast about books, CDs, movies, TV, and anything else we love in 15 minutes or less. Be sure to stay subscribed and check out our blog. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to betweenthelinestudios at gmail.com or visit our website at quadruplec.com and leave a comment. Quadruple Z is released under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivative work, 3.0 United States license.